Welcome back to Legacy of Mom podcast. I'm so excited that you are here with us today. I am Tina. I am here with my oldest daughter, Britt. How are you doing today, Britt? I'm good. Good. So we were just having this conversation. You're like, press record. This is what Betsy and I used to do all the time. It's like, can we just press record? Because we should be recording everything we're saying right now. And we were having this conversation. I was talking about how how unusual it is to see people in church with a paper Bible. Yeah. And we were just talking, kind of unpacking that. And you were saying, like, like, I feel like I'm the only one who comes to church with a paper Bible anymore. I do. And I know you feel the same way. Like, like we're the odd man out or odd men out at church because we literally have a paper Bible. Like it's bizarre. And I was just telling you, like. I bring a paper Bible because you always brought a paper Bible. Like you kind of showed me that that's how you do it. And so I think that's how you do church right there's <laughs> legacy. Right. And this is such yeah. a, you know, as we were talking about that, I'm like, this is such a subtle thing that changes the legacy we leave behind. So you're like thinking, well, yeah, but they put them up on this. They put the verses up on the screen and I have my phone, which has the Bible app on it. Cause most of us do. And, you know, and I think the pastors have gotten used to people being on their phones because they're looking up everything on their phones. But the thing is, is like, it's like you were saying, there's a connection there with a paper Bible that you don't get with your phone or just reading it on a screen. Yeah. Because the, there is so much power in the physical word. Like there's, I don't know. It's like when I have my Bible, when I'm physically holding my Bible, it just brings the whole connection together. And it like, it it really just puts me in the presence of God. Like, like I said, it's like this, this connection. I even sometimes like when I'm praying for someone or for myself or whatever it is, I sometimes pick up my Bible and hold it. I don't know if that's, if you do that or that's like, I don't know, odd, but I do it because there's just so much power in the word. No, I mean, I don't necessarily have my Bible in my hand when I'm praying, but I have my journal and my Bible's right there, but, and I also have my prayer sheet. So that's got scripture on it that I'm praying over, you know, you guys and over your kids and my other grandchildren. But I think for us, here's the subtlety. And this is how this changes the legacy behind, because like you said, I always took my Bible. I always had a pen. I wrote in my Bible. I made notes. I would date things or whatever. I have a notebook that I take usually to church with me with my Bible so I can take down some notes, but you do it because you saw me do it. But we have a whole generation of people who aren't doing it anymore. Not only that, like people, there's so many people don't even own a Bible. Yeah. And, you know, then their kids are unfamiliar with the Bible. And I always say to you guys in the Zoom room, like, make sure you bring your paper Bible to Zoom because you need to be familiar with that. Because number one, with the way things are going in the world today, we are always going to have that the Bible app. Like there's countries you go into now that if they find the Bible app on your phone, you get beheaded. Yeah. It gets that bad. And I think we take it for granted here in our culture that we're, we think we're always going to have that, but let's, let's look back over the last two and a half years at what we don't have that we had over two, like three years ago. Right. Right. You know, there's a lot of rights. There's a lot of things that we've lost in our culture that have just been subtle changes. And not only that, I think there's going to come a time where, because the Bible is becoming 
slowly but surely like hate speech. Yeah. So I feel like eventually the Bible is going to be canceled, right? Banned because it's so anti-cultural. So if you don't have a Bible and you've been relying on your technology, then we got a problem, right? And then, so we're, you know, when you're talking about down the road, we have to look beyond ourselves in this. So, you know, you look three or four generations down the road, and if they're the ones that don't have the technology to have the Bible, then we haven't taught them. Like we haven't passed this on from generation to generation, this whole idea of, having a paper Bible, knowing where to find an address in the Bible, hiding God's word in your heart. Right. So I think that too, like touching on that point about like knowing, you know, where to find like scripture in the Bible, like the Bible is, it is laid out for a reason. Like everything, all the books are put together in a certain way for a reason. So not just learning like where, scripture is or like looking it up and trying to find it and knowing how to walk around in scripture but it's then making those connections between I don't know other books in the bible and and having a full understanding of the word and you can't get that full understanding of the word when you don't aren't physically opening your bible and and reading through it I think that's such a good point you know it's it's the whole canon of scripture it's not just a couple verses and you lose that when it's on your phone. Like you're just right. looking at a flat screen where when you have your paper Bible in your hand, you're actually holding all of scripture and you're yeah. seeing that this is a small part of the bigger whole. And exactly. there, I know that sounds kind, kind of crazy, but that dynamic is so dynamic, you know, that whole idea of having the whole thing. So you and I have Bibles we carry to church. We have our traveling, <laughs> quote unquote, traveling Bibles. Uh-huh. And my like real, I call it my real Bible, which is my big NIV that I got back in the 1980s, right? My <laughs> big, like study Bible. And I don't carry that as much, you know, and so many of us have um, diaper bags and kids that we're carrying around. So it's nice. I have my little traveling Bible. It's just a thin one. Yeah. And um, I got you one to travel, to take to church. But then I found at like, I don't know if it was at Goodwill or like the Habitat store or something. I found the cute little purple Bible. It has words (laughs) so tiny. I can barely see them. Um, But I got it for Mila to have her traveling Bible, you know, and you sent me that picture of her going to church with her little purple Bible under her arm. And I thought there's legacy for you, right? Yeah. I carried my Bible. You carry your Bible and now Mila wants her Jesus book. That's what she calls it, her Jesus book. And she takes her Jesus book to church with her on Sunday. And so she'll be one of those who's sitting in church with a Bible and nobody else has one. Right. (laughs) Because she sees like, like that's showing your kids the importance of your physical Bible. And they learn that like that alone is just, that's what's important. And having that with you and holding that close to you. And I don't know, being able to learn to, like we said, walk around in scripture and understand it as a whole, because real truth isn't partial truth. Real truth is all truth. We need to learn and understand the whole thing. So we need to be able to read through the whole thing the way it's supposed to be understood. And so like for her, I mean, she's three. So clearly she's not reading the words in that. But right. she knows that's her Jesus book. 
and she right. knows that she takes it to church with her. And right. That it's basic important. understanding. Yeah. Just a basic understanding of what that is, you know, but I don't know about you. If I have my Bible on, like if I'm reading my Bible on my phone and I get a notification, you know, like somebody texted oh, yeah. me or whatever. I'm so distracted by that. Yeah. It's so true. And you want to know what else? Um, it's funny you say that because like so many times, and I, I'm not, I'm not saying this is wrong or this is bad or you shouldn't do it. I, not at all. Do not misunderstand what I'm saying. Do not like hear me wrong on this. This is just me. This is just how I feel. I know people listen to, um, I don't know what it's called, like Bible app or something, which is awesome. Like when they're, when they're doing stuff. And I actually think that's a really cool thing. And it's like really good that like, you know, you're making your kids lunches and listening to that, but there's just, for me, I just cannot, I can't do it. And, and I think it's because I just crave opening my Bible. There's something about opening my Bible and just like highlighting and underlining and noting and like, to me, it brings, it brings it all to life. I need that to fill me. I, I need to be physically in it. And I, again, there's nothing wrong with listening to it at all. I think that's awesome. I just, there's, I'm, all I'm saying is that there's something about physically opening your Bible that changes you. Uh, and I think there's a, a combination. Like if I'm in the car, I'm clearly not going to be reading my Bible, but if I turn right. on the Bible app, and do the audio version of it, and I'm listening to the word in the car, there's something about that. Now, I'm a lot like you in that I'll hear something and I want to highlight it. Right. Or I want to underline it. And then I'm yeah. like, I am never going to remember where yes. that is. You know? <laughs> and so then yeah. I'm like, oh, man. But um, you know. I think there's there's room for both. But I think yeah. primarily we need to be walking around in our paper Bible in the word of yeah. God. I agree. You know, when you go to Bible study, take your Bible. When you go to yeah. church, take your Bible with you. Let your kids see that. It's so funny because I was talking to Zach and he had gone to church. So as a pilot, you have to just, you go to church when you can go to church because you're not always <laughs> home. Right. So the poor, poor guy, yeah, the poor kid, he like had, there was like three months there where he was working every Sunday. Right. He yeah. went to church. And, you know, and he also is involved in a small group, but I remember after that three months, he finally got a Sunday and he's like, I'm so excited. I get to go to church, which I love that he's excited to go to church. But he said to me, it was so cool. Like I opened my Bible and the pastor was like in the same place where I left off the last time. Isn't God so good about that? And I was like, you know, what's cool about that. Yeah. He took his paper Bible to church. <laughs> and like He's like 24 years old, right? Yeah. Had his paper Bible with them to church. And so I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, now that in now that you're saying that, I see that you guys do that as well. Like I didn't even it didn't even click to me, like just me taking my Bible to church, which is something I normally did, affected right. you guys that much. Yeah. Like that's, do you see how you know, like your simple acts of obedience completely shift? the trajectory of our lives and like future generations, like it is, you don't think about those tiny little acts of obedience being so impactful, but they are like, literally you just bringing your Bible to church. Like look at how many generations are going to be changed just because of that. And how many generations are going to love their Bibles because, and love the word because you did that. You showed us that it's wild. Yes. I know. I, when you really like just process that, 
it's like that subtle little, and I think that's the thing, you know, as we're talking more about legacy in this podcast is that it, it really is just the little things that make that change a trajectory of our lives and change the trajectory of our children's lives. You know, I mean, that was, you're what, 32, right? Is that how old you are? (laughs) Sometimes I ask Troy, but yes, I remember today, maybe not tomorrow. (laughs) So anyway, I did that when you were little, like Mila's age, right? And now like 30 years later, it means something to you. So, you know, it's super cool. But anyway, yeah, I just think, I think we need to remember, and we're going to talk more about those little bitty things that I did that made a difference in your life that you're now doing with your kids. And I see Tanya and Mark doing the the same thing with the boys, you know, and it changes everything. It Absolutely does. changes everything. Yeah. It so does. Britt, you want to pray for the moms today? Yeah. Heavenly father, Lord, I just thank you for this time we've been given together for this podcast, for all that you're doing with it. Lord, I pray that you would just speak to each and every listener um, about, you know, just the importance of your, of the Bible and your word and just physically holding that and having that to read through Lord. And I pray that you would just help them to see the importance of bringing that to church or to small group or to wherever they'll be in their Bible and in your word. And Lord, this making that a priority to be in their physical Bible over and above all else, Lord. And in Jesus mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm.